0: Hey friend, welcome to a new creation podcast, where we're pointing women towards victory in Christ, one Jesus story at a time. My name is Janice Lachelle, I'm a licensed trauma therapist and mentor, now serving in the ministry of inner healing and deliverance for women. I'm so glad that you're here. Let's dive right in to today's episode. All right, party people, welcome back. This is Jamees. I'm here with a solo episode, a word to share with you. Let's hop right into it. I want to come into this with prayer from the onset. So prepare your hearts because we're going to pray. Father, what an honor it is to come into your presence. I just ask that you would not only just breathe on me as I speak the words that you would have me to speak. Over the listener, for the listener, but also, Lord, I pray that you would also just rest your presence on the listener right now, Lord. I ask that you would even uh, touch their heart. Lord, give them the desires of their heart. Lord, change their hearts for your glory. Soften their heights, Lord God. Remove anything that would stand in the way of them hearing, seeing, and knowing you exactly as they should, Lord Jesus. I pray. In your blessed and holy name. Amen. Okay, so let's get right into this. So don't we all have something that we are waiting on? We're waiting on a dream. We're waiting on some kind of change. Maybe you have a loved one who is sick and you're waiting for that person to get well. We all have something. We can all relate to this experience of waiting. We can all relate to desiring something, right? I think about like the person coming out of new spirituality, or even the person involved in that right now. A lot of people get drawn into these sort of new thoughts, um, concepts, and ideas because, frankly, they teach a person how to quote unquote manifest or reach an end. Now, we know in Jesus that the true manifestation only happens. Through him and through his presence and through his will for us, man cannot manifest anything. It is the Holy Spirit manifesting through us, or it is God anointing us and giving us strengths and talents that we use, and then it's God who produces. There's a um, thing that I like to share, and it's biblical. It's that one plants the seed, another sows, but God brings the increase. I love it because it speaks to exactly what we are driven towards. We're driven towards creating something like you plant a seed and you want to see that seed grow, right? Well, many people and some of you listening today even have that experience of trying to plant that seed like in your own works. But that's just not the way that that's just not the way it is, you know, and that's one of the main ways that the enemy tries to keep people in deception and tries to keep people stuck by making a person believe that their own effort or their own work is what's going to produce the change. Jesus calls us to rest. He calls us to resting in him. He says that we get to cast every care upon him because he cares for us. So that means that if you have a seed or you have a dream or a vision that you want to see come into fruition well you give it to the you give it to the one who who creates the fruit you know give that thing over to god we're supposed to be abiding in the lord jesus you know we're supposed to be the branch he's the vine scripture tells us that we can't do anything apart from him and so really it's about coming to this idea of growth or change or whatever we're trying to create. It's about coming to it with the understanding that if you're going to create anything or do anything, you're wasting your time if the Lord is not in it. You're wasting your time if you don't understand that it's actually God producing the change. And what's going to happen is whatever you're trying to do, maybe it's a business endeavor. Maybe you're trying to... I pray for someone and you want them to get healed, you know. We cannot do that in our own strength. We have to rely on the Lord. Apostle Paul, he said that it is in weakness he's strong, and I'm actually gonna pull up that scripture. Second Corinthians 12, 10 out of the NKJV says, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities and reproaches and needs and persecutions and distresses for Christ's sake, for when I am weak then I am strong. And what he's speaking about there is in that moment of weakness, in that moment of confession that I cannot do this thing by myself, the strength of the Lord Jesus becomes so tangible. It becomes the way that we get to move and, and react. And what you'll find is that things will be a little bit easier. You'll have grace. You'll be able to flow through that thing. You'll be able to accomplish it with much more ease. You may still have to actually do some work, right? But the difference is you're now doing the work with God on your side. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain that build it. Man, I'm coming at you guys with all this scripture, but it's truth. So I encourage you to consider that if you are struggling in your own strength, in your own effort, have you actually yielded that thing over to the Lord? Have you actually handed it to him and asked him to produce the change that only he can produce? See, God has made us in his image. And so what that means is that there are things, there's like times when in our own effort, we might see ourselves making a little wave or making a little name for ourselves, you know. I'm reminded about, like, you know, I used to uh, be active duty in the Marine Corps. And I remember we used to run all the time. Now, at that time, I didn't have a relationship with Jesus the way that I needed to. I didn't know my Bible. I knew a few Psalms, but I wasn't really leaning on the word. And I wasn't allowing the Lord into my life, you know. I was actively running away from him. and I just remember like I would have these times where like I literally was having to run and it was so hard. But the thing is, in Jesus, you can take that same scenario and it's not you running. It's actually the Lord carrying you now. Just follow me. I know I'm getting spiritual here. Okay, it's actually the Lord carrying you. I'm reminded what it says in Isaiah, that they mount up with wings as eagles. They run and they don't get weary. How does that actually happen? What does that mean? Is that just some Christianese Bible verse? Well, what that means is you yielding yourself over to God. When I was in the Marines, I had a physical strength about me. I could run and run great distances. We would run these three miles um pretty consistently and I was able to do that, you know. But if I were to go and try to run 10 miles or 15 miles or 20 miles, guess what? Eventually we reach the end of ourselves. You know? Maybe somebody out there's listening and they're like, hey, that's nothing for me. And I'm like, right on, you know. <laughs> right on. That's really impressive. But you get what I'm saying. We reach the end of ourselves trying to Run a race. But in Christ Jesus, don't you know that if he calls you to run a hundred miles, you can do that thing in him with him carrying you. Why? Because you're yielded over to him. You've allowed him in. You've allowed him to breathe on that thing. So I don't know what it is for you that you need to... Actually, like, hold your hands out and say, here, Lord, here, Father, take this. I need your strength. I cannot produce the outcome in my strength. I need your strength, my God. It reminds me of this story coming out of First Kings. It's First Kings 1846. You can go and look it up. But it's reminding me of when the man of God, the prophet Elijah, When the Lord God put his hand on Elijah, it says, the power of the Lord came on Elijah and tucking his cloak into his belt, he ran ahead of Ahab all the way to Jezreel. That was a long distance. Like, I don't know exactly how long, but it was a long distance. What it means is that the spirit of God, the spirit of the Lord carried Elijah that he could run that great distance that he would have never been able to do it in his own effort. And why was Elijah able to do that? This was a man of God yielded over to the Lord. And that's my message for today. The Lord keeps highlighting to me that he wants his sons and daughters to just say yes to him. There is so much more available to you. There is so much that he wants to do in you. And I'm not even talking about blessing. You know, like we love the Lord and his blessings. We love how he blesses us, of course. Right. But there is so much more than that. There is so much more than that. Like we get to a point in Jesus that it's no longer about Jesus. What can you do for me? It becomes my God. How can I serve you? What do you need from me? It's no longer Jesus. How can you bless me today? It becomes Lord I know that you're already blessing me because you said it in your word. I know that you promised me. You said that every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places is mine. So I just received that and I know it. So God, what can I do for you today? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You get to that point in the Lord and your journey as we grow up into him. And you know what he wants. He wants his sons and daughters to just say yes. Just say yes to him because there's things that he wants to do in you. He's going to give you blessings. Like he already says that he will give you the desires of your heart. That's scriptural, right? When When we're living in accordance to his will. No, I'm not saying you get everything you want because guess what? Everything we want isn't always everything that we need. And only he knows exactly what we need. But what I am saying that he will those blessings on you? You know, whatever that's supposed to look like for you in your life. But what he needs is a daughter who is yielded to him. He needs a daughter who says yes, because there's work that he wants to do in the world. If Jesus is the head and we are his body, then that means that we get to be the hands and feet of Jesus. And you know what that means? That means that you have to say yes to him. You have to say yes to going up to your neighbor and saying, hey, how you doing today? You may feel a nudge in your spirit. That's the Holy Spirit telling you to go check on that person and just see how they're doing. Or maybe to go give that person a hug or to go call your sister or to go call your aunt who you haven't talked to in 20 years. If you're not in the pattern of yielding to him, what happens is we revert back into this worldly way of being. And trying to operate out of our own strength. And you will eventually come to the end of yourself and fail and falter. Because we cannot do anything without him. And let me say this. It is not Jesus' goal to take over a person. So when I speak of yielding to him or saying yes to him, I'm not saying that you have to just let him run you over, take you over. You know, he's not actually interested in fighting with you. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Come on now. How interested are you in offering to help someone who is like fighting against you or, you know, what the Lord is, is very patient with us and he will work slowly with us and he will change our hearts. And eventually you come to a place where it's easy for you to say yes to him. Our spirit is yoked to the Lord and and our spirit, we're already in full agreement. It's often in the soul, which is our mind, our will, and our emotions, that we have to be very cognizant that we're yielding over to the Lord Jesus and say, you can have all of me. You can have every part of my soul, Lord Jesus. Yes. Because while Jesus can walk through the wall to reach you, while he can knock you off your high horse, he would much rather come to the front door and knock and have you in your own will walk up and open that door and say, yes, Lord, come on in. And he will sit at the table with you. Okay. But there's things that the Lord wants to produce in you. There's things that you're so capable of. And you may not even realize it because Perhaps you are holding something back. Many times this is an issue of trust. There's times when we don't trust the Lord fully. And I'll be honest, like I got a firm rebuke from God not too long ago because he exposed something in me. Now he can see the heart. He can see it's better than we see ourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's so important to be in relationship to him, because we don't want anything to uh, get in the way or interfere. So he showed me the other day that, like, I have this issue of let me say, let me say this, let me say this correctly. He showed me the other day where I had an issue of fully trusting him with it all, you know? And isn't that just the thing? I know for a lot of women, especially those who have a history of trauma, It's like the natural thing we want to do is to say, I'll trust you with this much, but I'm going to hold this piece back. And you may not even be cognizant or conscious that you're doing that. That's why the psalmist said, search my heart, O Lord. Why? Because we can search our own heart. But we may not be able to see everything and it's not even all the time that we're trying to lie to ourselves, but we want to be constantly yielded over to our Lord, constantly in submission to him. And to submit simply means that we're in agreement with him. We're agree- We're in agreement with heaven. We're in agreement with the Lord Jesus. We're in agreement with his word. We want to be submitted. We want to be exalting him above ourselves, above our problems, exalting him as king. We want to live every day that way so that he can have the room in our heart to move around and say, you know what? I see this daughter. I'm bringing this to the surface. We're going to deal with this thing and that you will just trust him and let him do that. It is not always very comfortable (laughs) and it's not. It's not always comfortable. There might be tears. But I promise you that his way is so much better. So like I said, it's not his goal to take you over. That's what Satan does to a person. Satan tries to manipulate, bully, push you around, possess, take over. The Lord doesn't want to do that. He would much rather have you walking every day with him. Because you want to be there. Because you want to be there. He would much have you walking with him under his yoke. His yoke is easy. He's gentle. He would much rather you do that. He's not interested in bullying you. Now, I've heard people say, I keep laughing. I've heard people say, you know, the Lord is a gentleman and he is until he has to knock you off your horse. Look what he did to Apostle Paul when he was still Saul. Knocked Saul right off his horse. Why? Saul had a purpose. He had a specific purpose that the Lord called him to, and the Lord knew it. He knew this about Saul at the time, but Saul didn't know it. So what did the Lord Jesus have to do? He had to get his attention, and he did. And now, the majority of the New Testament, we can thank Apostle Paul for that for being yielded over to the Lord Jesus. Because once he encountered Jesus, his life was never the same. And it's the same for you listening today. I pray for every daughter listening right now that you will have the specific encounter with the Lord Jesus through his Holy Spirit that you need, that you will not ever walk another day trying to carry a weight that you were not meant to carry. Give your burden to the burden bearer. His name is Jesus. He wants to help you. And it is so much easier than you think. All you have to do is yield. Yield to the Holy Spirit. Yield. Let it go. Give it over. And watch how your whole life will change. You'll start to get answers that you didn't have before. You'll start to walk in anointings that you didn't have before. Why? Because now you're walking in perfect partnership with your God. So I will encourage you to say yes to the Lord Jesus. Somebody asked me today, what does that even mean to say yes to him? What does it mean to actually yield to him? It just simply means that you're not going to fight him anymore. You're not going to run anymore. You're not going to try to do it your way. What did Jesus say in the Garden of Gethsemane? He said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. That's what your yes to the Lord Jesus means. It means not my will, but yours. It means, yes, I agree with you. Yes, I agree with heaven. It means, yes, your ways are higher. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord Jesus. It means, yes, I'm not going to fight you. Yes, Lord, I agree with you. This is another maybe podcast episode or subject for another day, but it reminds me of the very many times in the scriptures where Jesus asked a specific question to people. He would give them an opportunity to respond to him, to answer his question, to say with their own mouth, Yes. He would ask sometimes, Do you want to be healed? giving them an opportunity with their own mouth to say, yes, Lord. One of the most notable times is coming out of John 5, 6. When Jesus saw him lying there and knew that he had already been in that condition a long time, he said to him, do you want to be made well? Jesus moved on that man's yes. Why? Why would he do that? The Lord Jesus wants to work with you, not against you. He was giving that man an opportunity to come up higher. To come up higher in the spirit and say, yes. Yes, I want to be healed. The Lord Jesus could have easily just healed that person without saying a word. But in that instance, what did he do? He gave that man an opportunity to say yes. And the Lord Jesus moved on that yes. So. Where is the yes that you need to give to the Lord Jesus? What yes are you holding back from your God? What are you keeping? What are you hiding? What are you keeping to yourself that you haven't turned over to him? These are just questions that you may want to journal out, pray about at a later time. Get quiet with God and let him speak to you. And that's the message. That's the message. Maybe not warm and fuzzy, but that's the message. You know, we're getting into this time, we're in this season where the Lord is wanting partners. Come on. The Lord is wanting people who are ready to walk in partnership with him. We're in a time in this world right now where the Lord is calling daughters to come up to a higher standard where He is standing on the rock that's higher standing on Him believing on Him leaning on Him casting all their cares on Him like we just don't have time right now to be hemming and hawing and that's the message so I pray that this touched you um, I'm going to pray us out Lord Jesus, I just want to offer this time to pray over our listener who maybe doesn't know you, for the listener who does know you, and they just want another touch. Lord God, oh, we're coming before you now. So I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just confess uh, that we are in need of our Savior, you know, for that one who doesn't know you yet, Lord Jesus. Oh, we come before you confessing our sin. We come before you confessing it, Lord Jesus, and thanking you for your sacrifice, for what you did on the cross, for being our Savior, for being our Lord, and we submit to your Lordship now. I ask you, Heavenly Father, to show us the places where we are not walking in submission with you, where we are not yielding to you, where maybe we're holding stuff back from you. Uh, Show us what it means to be your daughters or your sons. Show us what it means, Lord God. Show us what it means to be your children. But more than that, please show us who you are, Holy Spirit. Reveal to us. Give us a greater revelation of who our Lord Jesus is. His character. Why he's so worthy to be praised. Why he's so worthy to be worshipped. And Lord, why it is so easy to say yes to him, to yield to him. We confess you, Lord Jesus, as the Lord. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. And if you said that prayer for the first time, welcome to the family. Okay, family, that's a wrap for this episode. Thank you for hanging with me. I am going to ask you, can you please leave me a review wherever it is you're listening to this podcast? Give me that five-star rating. It will help me get the word out and drop a couple words if you're like you're on apple podcast or something just letting us know how you find this podcast uh, that would really be so beneficial to me in the meantime i just pray the lord jesus will bless you and keep you until we meet again